Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 462nd episode of the Puckle Podcast, question mark. I'm your well-rested <laughs> host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my magnificent early morning co-host. We've got the one and only Basket. What's up, Puckle Peeps? And we've got we've got the man, the myth, the legend, the host of Battlecast. Actually, I realize you guys both do Puckle Plus shows. Never mind now. I'm I'm behind the times. Um, <laughs> Seth Vilo, top of the morning to you. <laughs> you can hear these wonderful gentlemen over on the Puckle Plus feed. They do they they carry all the weight that Thatch decided he didn't want to do anymore. <laughs> and they do uh, they do both TCG Cast and Battlecast respectively. I always feel like I feel I, I don't know if jealous is the right word, Seth, but sometimes because like I well, first of all, welcome to the Puckle Podcast, the show where we talk everything Pokemon from the training card game to the video game to everything in between. And I get I get sometimes jealous because um for fun fact of people who do listen to Puckle Plus, which is like I think there's like a translation of something like fifteen percent of the audience from Puckle goes over to Puckle Plus or something, according to the stats. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't followed up on that in a few months, but uh let, let's let's roll with those numbers. <laughs> works for me and so uh but for those of you who who do listen to Puckle plus uh i always get a little jealous because everybody always gets really excited when like one of you drops your shows mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get like really excited and like whenever this one drops it's just like oh a podcast i guess hmm. <laughs> thanks well, tcg cast is how i first found you guys so it's kind of a little special to my heart no no i i and you know what's worse is i i used to host both those shows and then i was just Mm -hmm. like i can't (laughs) 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 to be fair like i I mean because this isn't like a full-time job for me i can't i can't justify running like hosting i don't know like three podcasts a week yeah i would oh my gosh i would die Uh, i keep up on all the things except for OU now that's what's that's what i'm around for (laughs) oh use an imaginary meta that only exists on your computer screen it also only <laughs> exists for another couple of weeks, and then it becomes a firestorm. <laughs> I, yeah, we'll talk about that today. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, no, I, no. Always, I always think to myself, because like, everybody gets like uber excited for the Puckle Plus shows like in the community, and then like I drop a show, and they're just like, meh. Uh, then Whimsicott <laughs> hosts an episode, and they get like blatantly super excited. <laughs> and uh, it just you know it's just like man <laughs> i know i'm the normal <laughs> just, just, just change your accent every week thatch that's what I, that's what we need to do i'm not thatch today i i'll be british thatch this week hello there i am seamus vilo here today with the battle cast <laughs> that's what we need to do that's absolutely i don't know i 
I took a nice break. I played a lot of TCG on my vacation, though. I feel really <laughs> bad for saying that because, like, uh, so like I bought an iPad recently because um, I'm getting to that adult mode where it's just like, man, it'd be really nice to like read more books. <laughs> and I hate Kindles just because they like Kindles, like their processors are so slow. Yeah. And stupid. I hate them. Uh, they're running on like tablet technology from like before the iPad version one existed and stuff. A thousand so. years ago. Yeah, they just run super slow. <laughs> they're, they're very laggy. Yeah. And so I I bought an iPad Mini for myself to start doing more reading on and stuff like that. And then I remembered that uh, that there's a TCGO app on iPad. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so I downloaded it and I played like way too much. Nice. Did you get in the Players Cup thing with the keys and everything? Uh, no, no, because no, because like, so we have, well, you know, but the people at home don't know. Like, we have a Puckle account for like everyone mm-hmm. to practice on so that we can, we can invest and like keep up with the meta and know how decks play and stuff like that. And so, um, I played on that because <laughs> gotcha. for me personally, Makes like, I, I don't care about playing in the Players Cup, right? Mm-hmm. I really have no, no, uh, no desire <laughs> to do something like that. <laughs> like, I, I like I did my regional back in 2018 with the video game and I'm I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> like I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like I've done a lifetime of tournaments. Yeah. I've been having a little fun with it. It's not going too well for me. I need to update the decks of mine on that account. Thank you for reminding me yeah. inadvertently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that in a bit. Yeah. No, I I yeah, I played around and just like uh, played a few games. Just learned what's recent in the meta because I mean the the newest set really opened up and brought a lot of stuff in. Yeah. I pretty much gave up on my account. I'm just using the Puckle one now. Yeah, that's your <laughs> nice. I mean, Shaman came back. I mean, Crobat V is here. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun, that, like, that's a fun set. And it, I feel really bad because, like, I've watched the TCG and, like, I got really excited, like, when, uh, Sun and Moon came out mm-hmm. when that set dropped because they were getting, they were moving away from the EXs and going to the GXs, which were more right. like the old EXs. And I thought that was really cool. What a great way to slow down the meta so it's just not like big, hungry power boys. Yeah. And then I got really upset when tag team dropped because it was just <laughs> like it was just like, oh, so we're just we're just going back to that then, huh? Yeah. And now we're at a turn where point f- where turn five is late game. Yeah. So. Yeah. And now, well, now we're at like now we're at you know V maxes, which is honestly Mega's done right. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's uh, it's just like a whole thing. It's just a whole thing. It's annoying. <laughs> I, I, but like, I, cause like it, the meta is way faster now, like way faster than it used to be. And, cause I, I mean, I used to play the XY meta. So like, I, I'm aware of what it used to be. And I was just like, oh man, you're making great changes. And it's just like, oh, same thing happened again. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're back. How quickly can you altered creation and, or how, can you stop them from altered creationing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, ADP. <laughs> ADP. I mean, that rotates out at least next year. Yeah, but then you have a whole nother year. And like with the set coming after this, I don't know if I don't know if you've really. I I haven't been paying attention to the stuff that's coming out. I've been just trying to like keep current. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to keep current and not look too far ahead because I'm already looking too far ahead with like like the video game, uh, which Mm -hmm. is unfortunate because I don't like series six like VGC and BSS has been probably the most fun I've ever had in Pokemon. Uh, especially VGC, like mm-hmm. the the meta the meta that Series Six created in VGC, I think, has allowed for a lot of really creative and fun stuff. Um, except for Lapras and Porygon Z, but like, <laughs> I, I think I think so many cool things have come out of that, and I'm I'm gonna be sad to see it go in November. 
just so that Lando can come in and be Lando again. I think it's kind of fun and interesting that both OU and the TCG are about to turn into a dumpster fire around the same time frame. I think yeah. I don't I don't know that VGC is going to turn. I mean, I, we can save most of it for the topic. I don't think VGC will turn into too much of a dumpster fire. Um, they're pretty good at balancing themselves, and they already said like they're not going to let essentially like the box art legends on in. So we're not going to have GS Cup in VGC, but like, oh, I mean, OU is going to be a dumpster fire without a hidden power with Lando running around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I do think Lando's a little more balanced without Z moves. Oh, yeah. Without Z moves, I think Lando is fine. Or not fine, but it's better. I think he'll come back to his over-centralizing point, and they still won't ban him. Uh, <laughs> and that, That's fine. I don't play OU anymore because they took away my timer. <laughs> For whatever. Yeah, they, that they, would do it. They took away, like, the yeah. What Honestly, Seth, that's the only thing holding me back. I'd play OU again if, like, if the fantasy land would give me back my timer. Yeah. That's been something that's been really weird just for, like, the longest time in Pokemon video games. Has mm-hmm. been, I mean, even since, like, Gen 6, I would say. I think Gen 5 was okay about it, but, like, starting in Gen 6 Wi-Fi battles, like, you used to be able to set up your own rules. And then after that, you kind of had to just go with the rules that they gave you. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that's a little restrictive. Like, I always remember setting up rules on, well, one, Pokemon Stadium, like, way back in the day. But then, like, on Pokemon uh, Battle Revolution. Battle Revolution, by the way, best way to play online in Gen 4. I totally Just saying. agree. Just saying. <laughs> that was so cool. I loved that. Just saying. Best way to play online in Gen 4 was Battle Revolution. Uh, but that's a discussion for another day. Maybe we should do a Battle Revolution retrospective episode. That sounds like fun. One day. <laughs> I'd have to figure out a way to play it. <laughs> uh you can you can emulate it on Wii. You just can't like you can't play online obviously. Right. I know there's a server on there if you own a Wii and you want to play it, you can go and connect to it. But like who is playing Pokemon Battle Revolution online on that very limited already limited server? <laughs> right. <laughs> it could be all of us. We could all do it at once. Hostile takeover. <laughs> that would be so much fun like we do random matches and we just keep running into each other. <laughs> but all right this is a this is a good place to stop we'll go ahead and uh, we're going to kick it on over to the news coming to you live from the lavender town radio tower this just in and welcome to the news. In the news, we have a few cool things to talk about. First of all, there was a brief new Crown Tundra commercial in Japan, and it shows very little new footage. It shows that Reggie Alecki can undo its arms into a bunch of little creepy electric vines that are it's, really... It's not really that different. Which I thought was awesome. I hate it. I hate I it love so it. much. It's creepy. It's it yeah but yeah they did I mean the hype is I I'm gonna put hype in quotes the hype is real what <laughs> I mean there's still some things for them to reveal which I'm surprised they didn't mm-hmm. because they like they like laid all the cards on the table for Isle of Armor like yeah. Isle of Armor's tick cards were just like all there like here this is what this is yeah well I mean not not to not to necessarily like you know drag on it or whatever but there wasn't a lot to it really. Uh, you're not you're not entirely wrong. I think I think Crown Tundra more than anything was a proof of concept to me mm-hmm. of like how cool something could be. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like like it was it, Crown Tundra felt more like a it felt like more of like a course correction 
than something substantial, if that makes sense. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I love Crown Tundra. Yeah. I, I think Crown Wait, Tundra you- is cool for what it is. Or not Crown Tundra. Isle of Armor is cool what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Replace all those crowns yeah. of tundras with yes. Isles of Armor. Crown Tundra is just the new hotness, okay? Yeah. The new coolness. It's the new cool... Yes. Um, we got... I mean, <laughs> as of recording, we've got like 12 days to go, so that's pretty soon. Yeah. I'm excited for a lot of reasons. Uh, I think I think the thing I'm most excited about for it, um, and it has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today, I think I'm excited to see if they're going to do like another news dump on us on mm-hmm. the 22nd. I think that's what I'm most excited for. <laughs> yeah. I'm mainly curious about the rumors about like Calyrex and if there's something funky oh, going on. Those aren't ru- we'll those see. aren't rumors. Those are real. Wait, I haven't heard this. What is it? Those are real. Those were found in the data mine. Yeah, but I don't necessarily trust anything anymore. <laughs> they could alter data as they wish. So. They, they can. That that is true. Um, but I I don't know. I feel like I feel like those are there because like they just put the, so they put the po- the Pokedex number all the way up basket. Yeah. Okay. And there's there's two Pokemon that we don't know about. Ah. And, and Calarus yeah. gets forms. He gets forms with those two? After eating those two Pokemon, it's implied. I don't know if eating is the right word, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, everybody. Hey. Okay, moving on. Uh, tell us about the mo- most exciting part of the Crown Tundra release. Heck the yeah, the Pikachu's. thing... The big thing, there's a bunch of Pikachus and hats coming. Currently, it's the Sinnoh cap, which will be available until Nintendo 30th. Wow, November 30th. <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo 30th. 30th. No, that's the month of Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Can confirm. Uh, I need to finish this coffee, apparently. Anyway, <laughs> a brand new world cap Pikachu will be distributing on October 30th, so you can go get that. And this is kind of setting the stage as well for all those funky hat Pikachus in Go to be able to land in the Sword and Shield games. Not at all. So eventually it is, once they get the Go to home connection. I, I don't agree with that. Um, but they'll they'll be able to exist in the games. Uh, not party you can hat find the Pikachu. codes on Serapy. Not party hat Pikachu. Maybe not that one, but other hats that were available. All of the other hats have already been available as of... Um, Am I thinking it? hats for previous games? Is that what I'm thinking? So you're thinking, yeah, I guess I think I so just like, need to finish this freaking coffee. So like, so like you've got all, <laughs> you've got like, you can get like every Ash hat Pikachu in Sun and Moon. Like this was a distribution they already did. Okay. And then they put him over. That's why the World Cap Pikachu is like a that's new thing. That's what I'm confusing with. Yeah. Yeah. That's already happened because remember there's like Pikachium Z or whatever nonsense. Oh yeah. I'm stupid. That's what it is. So you can get your hat Pikachus in the game more, I guess. You can get more of them. You can get, in, you get a lot more of them with codes. That's the thing. I think, I think you get a hat yourself too, or I might be wrong. I have several hats. No, no, I think you can get the Ash Hats in-game. I don't know if it's just from the movie distribution or not, though. Oh. Well, yeah. cool. Yeah. So that's that. Someone take this from me before I misspeak again. Uh, it's Baskin. <laughs> All right. So we're getting a bundle pack that contains Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield and their respective DLC, which will be released on November 3rd. Uh, it's going to be 90 bucks in the U.S. because, I mean, no discount. So 60 plus 30 equals 90 (laughs) (laughs) that's a penny more than buying them separate yeah i'm i i don't i'm glad they just call it a bundle pack because like my main concern like when they first dropped that news was they're going to be like this is the complete edition of pokemon sword and shield yeah 
and I was going to be like, oh, man, well, I guess no more DLC. Now, yeah. This is the ultimate open. edition. But no, I think they're just doing it because it's just like, yeah, you might as well just buy it with everything now. Just wait till next November when you can get one for 120 I think that's the one that they like call Ultimate Sword and Shield. And like yeah. they just drop it to like $60 or whatever. Or, you know? Mm-hmm. Or 90 even. And you get like I have DLC been hearing rumblings of people thinking that there's going to be more DLC. Is that is that what you guys are thinking? That's the 120 thing? That's what I'm hoping. I mean, okay, so like in, in a perfect world, that's what I want. I've said this several times on the show. So like I, I don't want to beat that dead horse too much. But um, like I, that's what I would like to see. I could also see it going in a way where like we just get a new game ne- next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New. I'll put new in quotes. Like I could see it being like the Sinnoh remake or something. And then they just, like, finish the decks in that, and then we get the update to Sword and Shield, where they have all the Pokemon in it. But I I can see it going either way. In a perfect world, I think they do it. Like, Joe Merrick also came out and was um, on Twitter recently, and he was just like, I think they'll finish the decks in one way or the other. And I don't know. Like, the, the thing that scares me is, like, the things that are missing aren't, like, not all of them are, like, the greatest things. <laughs> like, they, they purposely, they selected very carefully which Pokemon they were putting in Isle of Armor, mm-hmm. I think. And they took a lot of, like, the good things that were left out and put them in there. And not not all of them, because they left some, they left some like, I would call heavy hitters out. Specifically, the one they made a $500 plush of recently. Whoa, what? Uh, yeah, you can buy a $500 Mareep. Oh. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> like three feet tall right yeah it's life-size oh my you can buy a you can buy this on pokemoncenter.com right now if you want yeah so you can you can buy a 500 hundred dollar mareep and so that he i mean he's not making his way to crown tundra so i i would call that because like the ampharos line i think is one of the more popular lines in pokemon yuck like i'm sorry that you hate johto and you hate good things (laughs) says the pot to the kettle that that uh, the Houndoom line is also uh, the Houndoom line is also missing. I think. Uh, there, I mean, there's a good number of Pokemon that are still missing. Cries in Poison Heal users. Yeah, Clyscore is gone. Uh, <laughs> Breloom too. Breloom's gone. Uh, Breloom's gone. Which is, un- I mean, so there's a lot of good stuff left. Tropius, most importantly. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Tropius. <laughs> Tropius isn't like a surprising number of national or regional dexes, by the way. It really is for being a. a- tree yeah. that only grows in tropical areas yeah. it's it's a surprising number of regional dexes like this if anything has made me realize how weird a lot of past regional dexes have been right uh and, <laughs> and they, like there's so like the one that really gets me because like um like i would say one of my bigger disappointments was when swish launched like it's poke it's regional pokedex was smaller than that of x and y which was kind of a bummer because x and y put in like 450 it was a little over actually but mm-hmm but they did some they did some uh really bad things in my like they put all of the rats that aren't Rotata in it at the time. <laughs> like they're all in it. And they're they're spread out. <laughs> Keep finding them. They're spread out. Like like it's it's not all at the beginning. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I, so I, digress. I just I just looked up this five this five hundred dollar Marie plush, right? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's definitely not five hundred dollars cool, but apparently, a lot of people do not share my opinion on this because on the Pokemon Center website, it is currently sold out. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. <laughs> so it's gone. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I feel like you do something with the Pokemon that you uh you sell the five hundred dollar plush for. Same with like 
You know how Greninja won that contest last year for being no, the most popular I never Pokemon? I see that frog again. <laughs> All right, but I digress. Video game battling news. Uh, yeah. And we've got that. So the next online competition has been announced, and it will be Battle of Legends, which is a doubles format. Um, so VGC. Standard rules pri- rule set prior to the ban list, but you'll be able to use up to one legendary Pokemon from the following list. Mewtwo, Mew, Celebi, Jirachi, Reshram, Zekrom, Kyurem, Keldeo, Cosmog, Cosmoem, Sogaleo, Lunala, uh, Necrozma, Magirna, Marshadow, Zeraora, Meltan, Melmetal, Zacian, Zamazenta, Eternus, or Zarud. Which I find really odd, seeing that Zarud's like not out in the U.S. yet, officially. Oh yeah, it isn't. Huh. Yeah. So I, that that is really odd. But it. So the thing that I think is, uh, I mean, the sleeper in this meta obviously is is Magirna. I don't care what anybody says. I think Magirna's the way to go. <laughs> nah, Eevee like Cosmoem. Okay, let's that, go. There you go. Now, I want to see someone bring the Cosmog <laughs> just for the memes. But registration is open until October 15th, and the competition itself will run this weekend from October 16th to October 18th. And you get the best prize of all, 50 battle points for participating. Woo! That's so... I hate that. All right, Pokemon Go, Seth. You bet. From now until October 23rd, Sinnoh and Dragapult will be featured in five-star raids, also called Origin Form Giratina. So you have a a couple weeks to get that up until the Crown Tundra comes out. And also, this is the actual really cool part, until Tuesday, October 13th. So you have, from the time this show comes out, 24 hours to type in a very long-winded, nonsensical code you can find on Cerebi. Or probably on the Discord. Or or probably on Discord somewhere, but you can definitely find it on Cerebi if you scroll down far enough. In that... You get 20 Ultra Balls, 1 Star Piece, 10 Pineapple Berries, and most importantly, 10 stickers to put onto gifts to friends. This is a celebration thing of the 5th anniversary of Go's launch, but that's some good stuff for free. Some of it. I, I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I have too much I mean, stuff. I have too much stuff. All yeah. of it except the stickers is awesome. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, tell us about the next Community Day Basket. All right, we have Charmander. Uh, it's going to be held on October 17th from 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. your local time. Uh, if you evolve it to a Charizard, it'll learn Dragon Breath during the event. Um, it has three times Stardust during the event and um, a Tale of Tales purchasable research, which if it wasn't, you know, behind a paywall, I would super highly advise you to get it because it's supposed to give you a bunch of... Uh, Mega Charizard, uh, what are they? Oh, does it give you the Mega or whatever? Energy? Really? Yeah, it'll give you the Mega Energy during the research. Like, that'll be, like, the reward for some of the stuff. It's, an, it's only, like, 99 cents, though. Like, it's a dollar. Well, Pogo, I mean... Pogo has figured out how to monetize the poop out of their game. For I you will. Android yeah. users, get the Google Survey app, and you yes. can start answering surveys and get this for basically free. Before I had to tr- convert back to the, back to the Apple uh, Corporation... Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did that all the time on my on my Android. Yeah, it's totally worth it. I made I made something like twenty bucks a year. Oh yeah, I'm about I'm sitting on five bucks right now yeah. just from answering surveys. Like, hey, did you go to Kroger? Yes, I did. Okay, here's here's a dime. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Thanks for letting us know that our app is tracking you properly. Yeah, basically that's what it is. <laughs> 
All right. And then uh, beginning of October 5th and going until November 30th, players will be able to redeem one remote raid pass per week, which is pretty cool. Players must have less than three in order to redeem, and each pass must be redeemed within the week it is offered. Ooh. I still think they should do daily raid passes should just be both remote and not remote. But that's just uh, me. I agree. But oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they're literally just coming for the money. <laughs> Like that's uh, Pokemon Go. Like in the past years, it's been like money is our friend, and here are five more ways we can monetize. <laughs> yep. All right. Pokemon Go is also doing various events across the world and is currently promoting an event at Seven Elevens in Mexico. Yeah. Um. Keep an eye out if they bring something like this to your home country. I think Sableye is a part of it, so I got sad. Uh. I mean, you could go to Mexico. No, you can't. It's COVIDing outside. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, in Puckle news, we hit the $1,000 stretch goal on Patreon. We are, we do have Puckle Fall League badges, and they will be going out to you, the $15 patrons, uh, if you're at that tier in the month of November. Uh, if not, you can always purchase them on our Etsy store for $20. And also, we're going to also have a Crown Tundra guide, which is going to offer uh, information for everybody over on our, what's it called? Our Discord for everybody. So definitely check that out. P. McGee and I think Shark Finnegan have been working a lot on that. But on that new, on that front, I think we are going to cut it here and we're going to kick it on over to the quiz segment of the show, Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Today, Seth and Basket will be working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions from our Discord server. You can submit them. And they have a possible total of eight points through some convoluted rules we've developed over five years. (laughs) One day I'll just write them down so that people can just have the list of rules. Because it's really long to say. Just know that they'll get a point for asking the question, and we'll say if they have if they have a chance for a bonus point. They do have a lifeline in the form of a hint where they can ask for a hint on any of these questions that they want. However, they can answer all the questions correctly without using it. They can cash in for an extra point at the end. So this segment, as always, is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all of your cool anime needs. All right, we are going to go ahead and get ready. Our first question is going to be from... This is from Sleeve McDuskull, and I'm sure Seth will probably know this. Probably not. Oh, boy. Which is the heaviest Pokemon with the access to the levitate ability? Heaviest with access to levitate? Yes. Magnezone? Doesn't... Or did he, did he lose that? It never got it. Does he lose that when he... Oh, I was thinking um, Magneton has it, right? Nope. Ah, oh, what am I thinking of? <laughs> None of them have it. Oh, this is why I am not in the OU. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some prominent big fat levitate users? Claydol comes to mind. Bronzong comes to mind. Hydreigon, but I don't think it's heavy. It's just kind of a thing. But they might have made it heavy because it was originally based on a t- artillery tank. Hmm. It's not Haunter. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Because that's probably what you're thinking, Basket, was the was the Ghastly Haunter line. Because they have it for the first two, but then Gengar Oh, and then he lost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else with Levitate. Flygon has it. 
the Lad Eyes have it? Any other legendary that has it? I don't know how heavy he is, but Weezing and Galarian Weezing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. They're heavy. What is Cosmoem's ability? I don't know. I don't think it's Levitate. I don't think it's Levitate either, but now I don't know. I think your original idea of Bronzong. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's steel. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and he has the ability heavy metal. And he can use heavy slam, too. I mean, I think. No, maybe I'm confusing him with Celestila. Sure. Let's go with Bronzong. Bronzong is incorrect, unfortunately. It is second place, though. Dang. Um, really? Yeah, it is second place. Bronzong is uh, 187 kilograms or 412.3 pounds for you non-scientists slash the rest of the world. <laughs> so the answer is, and catch this, Giratina origin form. Dang it! At 650 it kilograms or 1,400 pounds. Dang it! All right. I knew I was missing a legend. Ugh. Your next question is going to be from, I guess we'll say Sari today. Team Rocket, Jesse and James, as we know it, has Meowth as the personal third member and mascot in the anime. What is the third member and mascot of their rifles, Biff, Butch, and Cassidy? Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, are we trying? What you got for me, Basket? <laughs> I know this. An- I I knew this answer. I figured you guys would know. Are we trying to guess the um the Pokemon? Yeah, you're trying to guess their third Pokemon. Like so, like when Jesse and James do their motto, Meowth jumps in at the end. When Butch and Cassidy do their motto at the end, there's a Pokemon that jumps in. Giratina origin form. God. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew this answer. I'm surprised neither of you know this answer. Is it just a scraggy Meowth? Oh my god, wait, 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 is it Eradicate? Is it Eradicate? Is that your answer? Yes, yes. I'm trusting you on this Eradicate one. Eradicate is correct. Yeah! Yes. Yeah! <laughs> All right, you guys are one for two. So now is your Pokedex question. We're going to give you a Pokedex entry. You need to tell me what Pokemon that Pokedex entry is for. However, if you guys are riding the struggle bus too hard, I'm going to shove a second Pokedex entry down your throat. And you will lose a potential point. You can, if you get it on the first entry, you get two points. If you get it after the second entry, you get one point. If you don't get it at all, it's zero. Awesome. So our first entry this week is going to be from Gomez Adam seventy two. It's Pokemon Alpha Sapphire Pokedex entry reads: This Pokemon adeptly flies from branch to branch in trees in a forest. No Pokemon can ever hope to catch a fleeing blank. The this Pokemon, however fast they may be. Who's that Pokemon? I feel like it's Sceptile or Grovile. Can you read it one more time? Uh, this Pokemon adeptly flies from branch to branch in trees. In a forest, no Pokemon can ever hope to catch a fling this Pokemon, however fast they may be. Maybe not Sceptile. Mm. Alpha Sapphire, Talo comes to mind. Swellow is a little bit more aggressive, so I don't think it's that one. Anything else come to mind for you? Tropius. <laughs> <laughs> the speedy Tropius in the trees flies from branch to branch, crashing through the canopy, <laughs> running from a predator. <laughs> um, a kid wanting a banana. <laughs> Come back, Mister Tropius. I, th- I think your I think your first guess is is the best one I can think of because I yeah I'm I'm I'm. By first guess, do you think in Grovile? Yeah, let's go with Grovile. 
Because I, I don't think it's Sceptile. It talks more about being a guardian and how its back seeds feed people. Is Grovile your final answer? Yeah, Grovile. That is correct. Whoa. Yeet. That is correct. You guys got two on that one. So you guys are three for three. Holy crap, Seth. I thought you were just pulling that out. (laughs) No. The hint entry was from Pokemon Ruby, and it says, The leaves growing out of this Pokemon's body are convenient for camouflaging it from enemies in the forest. This Pokemon is a master of climbing trees and jungles. It uses the word flies because Grovile looks like an Archaeopteryx. Oh, right. This next question is your multiple choice question. You guys are doing okay. So you can get a possible total of three points because you got a question wrong already. This one is going to be from Shark Finnegan. There are five answers. I only need three of them, one point for each. Or actually, no. I'm going to say one point for each two, and then if you get all five, you get three. Okay. So, what naturally water-type Pokemon cannot learn Surf? There are five of them, um, and the, this excludes things like Cast Form and other Pokemon that change into water-type due to an ability. These are, these are just water-type Pokemon that can't learn Surf. Okay. Hmm. Huh. hmm. Water types that can't Surf. That's weird. Magikarp. Oh. That is one. Yes, yes. I believe Phoebus can learn TMs and HMs, which makes it notably different than Magikarp, so I don't think that's an answer. Can Krabby or Kingler learn Surf? I feel like they can. Um, Any weird mm. waters, like like Magikarp-level waters. You do have the hint, if you ever need it. And we have gotten a question wrong, so I feel like this is a good one to use the hint on. But that hint is also a point. No, it's not, because you got a question wrong. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, let's, let's cash it in then. <laughs> All right, so you got Magikarp. There's four more. One is a Gen 3 Pokemon that evolves into a not-water type. One of them is a Gen 6 Mythical. Another one is a Gen 7 Pokemon that you can throw back into the water from the beach. And the other one is a very, very cool new uh, Gen 8 Pokemon. Okay, the 7 one is Pukamuku. That's two, so that's two. Well, that's a point. All right. It's a move with base power on it, so obviously Pukamuku can't learn it. <laughs> uh, Gen 4 Mythical? No, Gen Gen 6 Mythical. Gen 6. I can't read my own handwriting. Gen 6 Mythical. Volcanian. That is correct. A Gen 3 that evolves into a not-water. Surskit. Surskit. That's, that's two points, so you got one more. And then a very cool Gen 8 Pokemon. Um cool new gen 8 pokemon the one hit monkey or the rapid strike monkey urshifu oh yeah or bear right like i don't think he can learn surf yeah urshifu rapid strike that is correct that is three <laughs> points i think that's six that's six for four now i don't Heck remember yeah. you just keep track of your own score i was so worried i wasn't gonna be able to come up with one <laughs> <laughs> your next question is going to be your base deck question as always and this one's gonna be from bam and he wants to know which fully evolved grass-type Pokemon has the lowest special defense stat. Mm. Fully evolved grass with lowest special defense. Tangrowth comes to mind, but I don't know. They could also include Pokemon that are not fully, that don't evolve at all. Like Kartana. Because <laughs> it's got like 40 or 50. Isn't it one of those ones where it would have like a base... Well, no, never mind, never mind. Kartana is extremely weak to special, I know that, because it's got really low HP and really, really low special defense combined, to where, like, Scalds could do it, KO it. (laughs) Resisted. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I feel more safe with, 
because I feel like Cartanas would be like 47 or something like that. Some prime number between 40 and 50. And Fully Evolved rules out a lot of stuff. I'm going to need an answer. Oh, man. But this is hard. You think you have any other paper-thin, stupid grass types basket? <sighs> um, As far as special defense, um, oh, man. I, <laughs> I need an answer. I think Cartanas are best bet. I don't know. I'm just going to throw out a couple. I'm Sim- going to need an uh, answer. S- okay. Well, okay. Car- Cartana. 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 <laughs> Cartana is correct. <laughs> I feel like oh he was pushing us because we were on it. <laughs> <laughs> a base special defense of 31. 31. Okay. The second lowest is Tangrowth with 50. Cool. I had them both. <laughs> Third is a four-way tie between Cacturn, Shiftry, Flapple, and Breloom. I was thinking Shiftry, but I didn't want to say it and sound like an idiot. <laughs> All right, so that gives you guys, I think, uh, seven points? Yeah, I was keeping count. That's seven. We got question two, three, two, four, three, five. Yeah. Okay, that changes up the standings a little bit, kind of. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, like, so many people are near the top. Yeah. So we have in first place Claude 9 with 27 points. In second place, we have our Sigma with 25 points. In third place, we have the P. McGee with 20 points. In fourth place, it's a tie between Linian and Seth Vilo at 19 points. Oh, wow. In sixth place, we have Whimsicott at 13 points. In seventh place, we have Basket with 12. Sublime in eighth with 10. And Jushiro and Dr. Shamu tied for ninth with six in the rear. You guys are in a race to 30. Whoever gets there gets that $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com to put towards your $500 Marine. (laughs) Uh, We are going to take a short break, and we'll be right back at you with the topic. We got some new iTunes reviews here at Puckle. So this week, we've got one from Pokemaster12365. Why I love Puckle. Puckle is the best Pokemon podcast you can get, period. While driving in the car, while lying playing Pokemon, you can listen anywhere. The hosts are so friendly and give you lots of great tips in all things Pokemon. Whether you like Pokemon Go, the TCG, or the games, they will talk on it all. With an average episode length of an hour and 30 minutes, you have a whole heap of content all week. Did I mention they upload weekly? Keep playing and puckle on. Well, thank you for that. You too can get your iTunes review right on the show. All you have to do is send a, write an iTunes review or review us wherever you listen to us on the podcast. But until then, thank you for that. And we are going to go ahead and kick it on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be the Pokemon Crown Tundra leak. Are any of the Pokemon cool? Are they going to change the meta? Uh, is it is it as exciting as we think it is? Or as terrifying as i think it is uh because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think it's i think it's really interesting because when we have we have basket who knows nothing um yeah and and he can ask us questions and then seth vilo is a ou expert and i wouldn't call myself a vgc expert but i call myself vgc knowledgeable mm-hmm. um so i i think there's a i mean the the decks i like coming back from like a personal standpoint because some of my favorites are in there like i'm a big fan of the electivire line oh yeah electivire is so cool He's bad now, but he's cool. Um, yeah, it's sad. Uh, he used to be good before Team Preview was a thing. Yeah. We Bef- could Garavire. You could Garavire just, back ah. in the day. Back wasn't in he, Gen 4. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, wasn't he, like, did, did he even last until Gen 5? Was he big in Gen 5? No. Uh, because Team okay. Preview yeah. Team Preview started <laughs> in Platinum. Not Diamond uh, and Pearl, it started in Platinum. Okay, so he didn't even make he didn't even make it through his first gen. No, not at all. Oh, that's sad. But he was good. He was good for half a second, and he still doesn't get close combat. 
Yeah, he gets cross chop. Yeah, Dumb. it was verified. Yeah, I know. It, it is cool because a lot of po- a lot of Pokemon do get like cool new moves now too. Like yeah, like in new moves, it's like old moves they should have gotten the entire time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it, it's it's crazy. I mean, to be fair, they don't they didn't bring back a lot of not legendary Pokemon in Crown Tundra. Like I think if you count it, it's only like thirty or forty. Mm-hmm. A lot of pseudo legendaries, Dragonite. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they filled out the rest of the pseudo legendaries that Swish didn't have. Like yeah. uh, like Dragonite's one, um, which is the last one to be excited for. Yes. Pardon yourself. I wish I was lying. Um, <laughs> and then because like Salamence and Metagross are coming back to fill in. And then you've got um, Garchomp. I think those are the only ones missing. I think the rest of them are yeah. there. Hey, man, he's got extreme speed. He's got Thunder Punch. He's got multi-scale. I, I don't like with heavy duty boots. He might see like in OU, he'll see a little bit more usage. Yeah. Um but uh i i don't think i like i don't think it'll be anywhere near like salamence levels or or anything like salamence is a better dragonite it's a more offensive dragonite and something else i want to throw out there just for giggles is that we not only have all the pokemon coming back but we also have a lot of legality changes yeah for past gen things and per current gen things because between the nature mints that unlock previously nature locked things and mm-hmm. the confirmed ability patch, I think that's what it's called, that changes something to its hidden ability, that unlocks a whole slew of things too. Like, for instance, Basket, your Dragonite, you can now run Heal Bell and Multiscale, previously illegal because Multiscale's hidden and Heal Bell was only from purifying from XD, but you can do that now. Like, What? I, I can't think of many more combinations that are straight out illegal. I don't... Other than shiny. Like, that... I, that. I don't know that I... Well, one, I, I I think at this point, like, this is a personal, like, slam on OU from Thatcher's part. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gotten to the point, especially, like, now it's five generations in of, like, transferring. Mm-hmm. I think we've gotten to the point where it's just, like, crazy, um, crazy some of these moves... Like, like you're saying, like, some of these moves. Um, and the thing, the thing I am a fan of with Swish is... We can take a Pokemon from Colosseum or something and like make it Swish legal. Yeah, like if there was a Smogon meta where it was just like, oh, all Pokemon have to be this legal. Eh, I think I would play it more often because like at this point it's just getting really convoluted. Kind of. I was honestly expecting really early on in Sword mm-hmm. and Shield that when something touched home, it was going to have a move reset. That's what I was expecting. And yeah. we we didn't get that. I anticipate that'll come at some point in the future. I think it's I, don't re- know. I think it's interesting that we don't have that. I, I'm going to be completely honest. And I think yeah, I, I think it's because Sword and Shield is kind of an experiment in that way, mm-hmm. just to kind of play with it. Like I think I, I really think that their whole plan now, at least, is roll everything back out, right? Yeah. Like roll everything will be back at some point. Maybe maybe not like water sport. Nobody cares about water sport. Yeah. Um, but. Like things like hidden power. I think hidden power comes back. I hope not. Uh, I hope, I hope not too. I, I hope it's like locked unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I really hope. But I can see hidden power coming. They've added moves back in, like an Isle of Armor. Yeah, they have. Kinesis, Kinesis. is an mm-hmm. example. So, like, so I've been, I've been listening to your show, Seth, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Urshifu is like super dominating. Is there anything that's coming out um, in? this new uh, expansion release that's going to just, like, be able to wall him or be able to, like, take him on on a 1v1 other than having to use another Ush- Urshifu? 
there are checks that come out with this. Uh, a couple that re- really punish it for existing are the existing. return of <laughs> the yeah, toppers. I mean, really, toppers are the to- back. They they don't really stop it. They're they're a check at best. Yes, but I agree with that. Things like tank Garchomp with Rocky Helmet and mm-hmm. Rough Skin. If it touches it, it loses a third of its health. So, oh, I I actually I, I I actually ran one of those in the uh, um uh oh man it was when I was doing the dark gym thing mm-hmm. uh-huh. um that was I love that Pokemon so if that's oh, coming yeah. back and oh yeah and there's a couple others like Zygarde could probably absorb a hit and keep going with either Coil or Dragon Dance Landora's Therian is going to be able to kind of put a stop to it not so much with Wicked Blow because that crits and it bypasses the attack drop but that's something to keep in mind uh the best possible check to Urshifu is Buzzwool. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Ah. Like, Buzzwool is here. We get all the Ultra Beasts back, which I think is Nutsos. Yeah. Uh, and I'm scared if Beast Boost doesn't get a nerf. I don't think it will. It's I don't think it will either, and that's what scares me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm scared about, is Beast Boost not, not getting a nerf. Because especially yeah. even in, like, VGC, like, it can't snowball as bad, but it can still snowball. Um mm-hmm. I can see that becoming a huge problem. Like, I don't know. I, I What I see happening is very similar to what happened in Gen 7. Because, like, I, I wasn't a big fan of the Gen 7 meta in mm-hmm. general. And I, I blame a lot of that on Magirna and Ash Greninja. Um, and Kartana. And, yeah. and yeah, there's, there's like, a, a lot of things that I blame that on. I, like, there was real power creep in Gen 7. Yeah. Um, because Fairy got, like, a giant boost. Because there was the second generation that fairy type existed, and they were just like, let's go crazy and balance it. Mm-hmm. And they gave us all these cool fairy legends uh, and the tapus and everything. But the be- like the Ultra Beasts, too, like, are just nuts. Yeah. Um, and I-, I am a little worried about that. Mm-hmm. Just like a little, little worried. I'm less worried about the Ultra Beasts in general, because pretty much they're going to stay in the same place as they did last gen. Mm. Um, is going to be banned. Pheromos is going to be banned. Blacephalon's going to be a little crazier because it got Scorching Sands now. Stack Attack is still oh, a meme. Wow. Cartana's still great. Celesteel is straight up outclassed by Corviknight. So, so the things that... so the, Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Cor- Corviknight's really good. Um, I think I, I think for you and OU, I absolutely would agree with you. In, in VGC, yeah, for OU. In VGC, I'm scared for a lot of reasons. Because, I agree with you there. Because Dynamax is happening at the same time. Yep. Like, oh, uh, man. seeing any of these guys in Dy- like, seeing Ultra Beast and Dynamax is terrifying. I want to see the day where a stack attack of Dynamaxes kills something with max right. spike to get a defense boost, boost and, and then gets a defense gets boost a from Beast, beast Boost. boost. Then body presses. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the thing. No, this is, this is legit. This is legitimately a thing that could happen. Oh, man. That's the setup right there. That's legitimately a thing. And I think, I think, uh, stack attack can set Trick Room too. Yes. So, like it, that's that's even worse. Uh, that is insane. <laughs> you like pair it up with a Clefable, click the follow me button, set up the trick room, then you go big. Yep, and, and then just yep. steel spike defense boost, steel spike defense boost. Oh, and man, body press for the guys. win. <laughs> yeah, we're talking the real strats here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Holy <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's it's not like I I don't see it being super healthy. Uh, <laughs> I don't see this. I don't see the meta being yeah. super healthy, but who knows? Are there any quick bans that we're expecting? I mean, in OU, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. 
So many possible yes. ones. Like, um, Genesect might touch OU. They might decide not to let it this time. Especially touch now OU for, like, sets. the five seconds it can, and then... Yeah, especially <laughs> now that it's not restricted to certain natures and stuff for the yeah. shift gear set anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, if you run Genesect in OU, always make it shiny so they don't know, because that's the only thing that kind of isn't changed with legality. Yep. That's the only one that can have extreme speed and shift gear. So always run shiny Genesect. If you have a choice. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. Two other quick bans that were not banned last gen, but probably will be this time, are Tapu Coco and Tapu Lele, I anticipate. I, I see. I, so I, get, I think this might be a larger question for you, because you've been following the OU bans more than I have. And like in VGC, I'm just at the will of Nintendo, which is just like, yeah, these are the Pokemon. Yeah, you're along for the ride. I can directly influence what I fight. Personally, I think like being a previous OU player... Uh, I think I, I I wonder if it's uh, if it's necessary for Smogon to rethink how they do tiering because because in certain scenarios, uh, well I think I think in this scenario now where like we just don't have like Pokemon dump and then like four years, I I don't know that their system can work as well. They're in an awkward spot and they're trying to make it the best that they possibly can and i've been watching and you guys should totally check it out i've I've talked about him on my battlecast shows um finchinator okay he has youtube stuff he's a ou council person he used Mm -hmm. to be the council head for ou he's not anymore but he's part of it still he's got a lot of videos and explanations on the reasoning behind council stuff is making the decisions that they are and he admits the flaws he admits the attempts to because they're in a lose-lose situation. If they yeah, go the same way that they always have with the suspect test process, it's slow. They can't avoid that. So people are like, oh, it's ban-worthy, but they haven't done anything. But if they try and go fast, people yell at them. Like, what they mm-hmm. tried the Cinderace quick ban, and everyone freaked out. It's like, you only banned this for your internal Smogon tournament. No, we banned it because we saw it was unhealthy and we're trying a different approach with the promise that we'll do a suspect test later. Mm-hmm. They're in a they're in a lose-lose. They, it, It's a problem that they know they have, they're working on, but with the DLC, this one being the last one we know of for a while, it might be able to kind of... Well, I just don't see Young Goose shaking up the meta in the next one, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. I don't see Gumshoe shaking it up too much. Yeah. They're probably going to throw out a couple big quick bans real fast, mm-hmm. uh, like the Tapu Koko, Tapu Lele issue, possibly a Pheromosa and Genesect and Naganadel. If they survive and make it to OU, they'll probably all be quick banned if they touch relatively quickly. I doubt they'll go through a suspect test process with all of them. They'll try it out, see if they're manageable without the Z crystals, but... They probably all won't be still. Yeah, um, I can definitely see that. Like Z crystals are, were a problem, but I don't know how much of a pro- like. I think I think the the biggest case of like a Pokemon being really oppressive with a Z crystal and then losing it, making it not as bad, is probably Landorus. Landorus and Naganadel. I would like, I would yeah. group Naganadel in the same grouping there. I could agree with uh, that because that's what pushed it over the edge. Until yeah. it gets a nasty plot boost, it's fairly weak. Yeah, and it depended on that. Uh, devastating drake to really get the ball rolling mm-hmm. on it it's still revengeable without it it's still weak without it but i still think it'll be too much i don't yeah i'm and not i'm not too, yeah i'm not too worried um like in terms of vgc they're pretty good at making sure their stuff is semi-balanced like they ever since yeah. like i would say since chalk happened honestly 
They, mm-hmm. they they've yeah. really they've really hated having teams like that, like chalk. And then I guess the year after that, there was a pretty standard team that people would run in VGC 16. But after that, they've been really good. One, they've been really good about just like throwing random stuff into the meta to like shake it up in the middle of each one. Um, right. Whether it'd been like DLC, like DLC is a fantastic way to keep that meta healthy and fix a lot of the problems. Um, and currently in the online generation where they've also like at, made different seasons and stuff like that. Um, and until we get, you know, events back, we're not going to know, like, if there's an official format outside of the series that they give us or not, because they did that one online tournament with series five during series six and it was weird and everybody was unhappy. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree with that, but I, I ultra beasts worry me. I mean, yeah. I, I'm worried specifically about like Cartana and Celestila. Celestila is going to hit you, you telling you now. Well, and not in VGC though. Like VGC, oh yeah, not in VGC. So in VGC, Celesteela is very oppressive. That's true. Um, VG, uh, like Celesteela is very good in VGC, um, yeah. especially because it gets access to Wide Guard. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, Wide Guard I think is a huge problem in general. Like just for Pokemon, for just VGC, because it it's very it's spammable for mm-hmm. one. Uh, it's not like Protect, where if you use it in sequence, you you lose accuracy, you lose a chance of it succeeding. Huh. You can just use it every turn. Wow. You can just wide guard. Could you imagine that? Like, and then your opponents only get like earthquake or something. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't know that it's as much of a problem because high horsepower's got much better distribution now. <clears throat> yeah. But like, it, most people are running single target things anyway, mostly because Dynamax forces you to do that. So mm-hmm. may, maybe that changes it. I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm not like a VGC expert. I'm just like a VGC um, knowledgeable person. Right. Um, and I, I can see things, but like. It, like that's that's one of the issues I can see. I don't like. I don't know. In, in my personal opinion, what I'd like to see is circuitry become viable. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that's honestly, honestly, in my heart of hearts, I want circuitry to be viable. He was he was viable for such a short time in like pre bank OU in Gen Seven. Yeah, it was so much fun, and I loved it. Uh, <laughs> so I have another question for you guys. So in the last game, um, <clears throat> uh, terrain was huge right with the cocos and it still mm-hmm. is um right right and that's that's uh that's being used with like like okay the only uh um team battles that i were doing that i was doing was like uh with barascuta mm-hmm. and uh um pelipper yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, to t- kind of get the double rain thing going yeah, yeah yeah um is that still a giant thing in uh vgc uh, meta right now, and do you think that it's going to switch over to the uh, Coco's terrain setting? So right now, I think I think terrain's going to be not as reliable with the Tapus. Um, I would agree with that. But like, think so. Like the thing that was super. So if you look at like the sixteen Pokemon that got banned for Series Six, right? Um, Rillaboom was one of them. Uh, Rillaboom is incredibly oppressive um, because he has uh, grass. He can set grassy terrain. Um, we, I forgot the, what's the grassy search? That's it. Yeah. Um, so he gets grassy search so he can set grassy terrain and then he gets, um, well, oh my gosh, what's that move called? Oh my gosh. Grassy I'm, glide. Grassy glide. I'm, it, it, so he gets priority in grassy terrain. He gets grassy terrain boost and he gets stabbed. Like he, he's doing like wombo combos over here with grassy glide. It's, uh, it, it's nuts. It's the same in OU. He's number four in yeah. the OU ladder right now. It's in nuts. Usage. It's nuts. And he's, I think, I think. Um, because right now we only have four terrain setters in general. Yeah. Um, two of them got banned from VGC in this for being in top ten. Indeedy and uh, Indeedy and um, 
Rilla. Rilla Boom. Uh, and we got to keep picking Pin Kirchin. Sure. Um, and, we got, <laughs> and we got to pick, uh, we got to keep, uh, Galarian Weezing. But neither of those is really that good. But I think in series seven, when we get access to the Tapus and we get Rilla Boom comes back and stuff like that, I think you will not be able to rely on the same terrain strategies people were relying on in series five, mostly mm-hmm. because these Tapus exist. Because, yeah, I could bring in my Rillaboom, but then you can bring in Tapu Coco next turn and then kill my terrain. Yeah. And then my Rillaboom's kind of just a Rillaboom. And I, I think there's a lot of value in that. Because, um, like, I use terrain all the time. Like, uh, my, one of my favorite strats in series six has been, uh, um, P. McGee made this team that I really, really liked. And he, for those of you at home who don't know, P. McGee's favorite Pokemon of all time is Alolan Raichu. Um, and so he wanted to make Alolan Raichu work. Um, and its ability, you need electric terrain so that it can go super fast. And we got this new move called Rising Voltage, which does like extra damage on electric terrain. That's why Coco's broken. Uh, she, does it get Rising Voltage? Tell me no. Yeah, of course oh, it does. Oh, no. It also gets close combat now. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like any of this. <laughs> and play rough. Okay, question. Does Bulu get play rough? No. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I oh, you said poor Tapu Bulu. Yes. Uh, Bulu gets play rough and close combat and grassy glide. I'm not happy anymore. It's um, better Rillaboom. Yeah. Straight it's be- up. It's better Rillaboom. Yep. So, yeah, I'm. but I think it's, uh, I don't think terrain's going to be as reliable because I think you're going to see more terrain wars once that happens, um, which is good. And I think Dynamax, especially in VGC, can help you change it up. Uh, as well because a lot of moves set terrain oh yeah for sure that was what i was that was uh what i was thinking about you know like because you've got let's say each team has a dedicated uh terrain uh setter and then somebody just you know dynamaxes and clicks <laughs> you know i mean you you could cycle between like four different i mean you wouldn't want to but so back in back in like 2016 we had weather wars well even before that we had weather wars back in gen 5 in OU, but like, it's just going to go back to that mentality of war, like warring over who controls the terrain, who controls, who controls terrain, who controls the weather. Same thing, right? Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. it's going to go that. Well. It's just another, di- it's just like another thing to add. Um, you can't, you can't war over gravity. That's probably not going to happen. I wish that was an ability <laughs> that set gravity. Like I wish Cosmo. That would be cool. In. That would be cool. I think there should be an ability that sets gravity. I'd be into that. Um, that it would, would be also so be, neat. it would be Flapple's best friend. It uh, would be. <laughs> Be Flapple's best friend. I, I think, yeah, I think that should absolutely happen. I, I, I like, I, I would love to see something like that. I, I don't think we're going to. I th- like, I think the big thing from Countdown is we're going to get a lot of old guys back. Um, yeah, I, it's also we like the thing that I, is still an unknown to me um, is one is Calrex going to be available in like VGC metas because Urshifu is. Um, two, are we going to uh, are Reggie Alecki and Reggie Draco good? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm so excited to see their ability and stat spread and everything. Their stat and- spread, I'm very curious about. Like, I am too. I'm very curious about it because I can see because um, Linian was talking about it with their stat spreads the um, of the other Reggies being very yeah. defensively oriented and like they're like it's definitely a trio of stats. Uh huh. And I would be very interested to see. Um, I'd be very interested to see if they did the same thing, but with like attack for Reggie Draco and Reggie Alecki. Yeah, I am very scared of those two, yes. very honestly. Um th- they're probably very slow still, but like into a trick room meta in like VGC that could be good. The other the other thing that is gonna be a meme for like half a minute in VGC is gonna be um Galarian Weezing Regigigas. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking that. That's gonna be a meme for like half a minute, but then people are gonna be like, You Coco destroys. Boom. Or something's gonna like it's gonna be like Urshifu killed it. 
Wait, will something like uh, get rid of slow start? Is that what's yeah, going neutralizing on? Neutralizing gas. gas. Neutralizing gas from Galarian Weezing is the ability that removes all abilities on the field. Oh, man. <laughs> so it would get rid of slow start, but if Glorian Weezing left the field, then slow start would reactivate. Right, right, okay. So it would it would just be a but yeah you could theoretically so have like uh, uh, Regigigas turn one, like just blowing blowing people up turn one. Like you could go big with Regigigas turn one. I'd and be blow curious something up. if you can keep Regigigas on the field for five turns before Weezing is removed. If it resets the count, no, no, no. Because if you look at something like um, I I think the way the mechanics would work. Um, cause like, if you look at something like weather setters in yeah. neutralizing gas, as soon as we, as soon as weezing has gone, they activate. Yeah. So it'll start the five turn count from there. It's yeah. not like you can limit that. Anyway. Yeah. It's not like you'd be like, Oh, he's been on the field five turns. Never mind. It'll be like, no, yeah. here's your five turn. Just wait five turns now. They just start now instead of when you were first out. And with, and if there were already other, uh, terrain setters out there, would that happen like, um, uh, based off speed? What do you mean? Like which terrain? Would oh yeah, be yeah, yeah, that's set how that up. works now. Yeah. Yes, the slowest one remains. Okay, it's uh, and it, yeah, go ahead, Seth. I think I think the thing that'll be that'll kill that meme is the fact, and this is going to be weird. Regigigas only has one sixty attack, and it doesn't have return anymore. That's true. So huh. what is it going to hit you with? Uh, max. Why strike. bother? Max strike. Yeah. If That's, you choose to do that with it, I mean, I think I think you, it's I a suppose. I think it's a uh, it's just a bigger brain Porygon Z. Yeah, uh, but play. I mean, it's not that big. No, no, that's why I called it a anymore. Meme. That's why I yeah, called exactly. it a meme. That's what'll kill the meme. <laughs> that's People will realize meme. it's still bad. It's not great. <laughs> um, it's not great, but uh, like that's the meme. Yeah, I'm sad. Return's gone. Return was a fun move. That's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, like there's some moves I'm okay with them getting rid of, like high jump or not high jump kick, Hidden but just power. like jump kick. Hidden power I think was solid. I think I, I don't think the removal of hidden power by itself was the best move, but I think the removal of um I think the removal of hidden power plus increasing the distribution of moves in other Pokemon was a good move. I'm personally tickled because it makes things actually counter Pokemon. Like now Volcarona yes. is always countered by Heatran. Yeah, no, no. I, no I think I think it's really plots. stupid to give special attackers an attack that's 60 base power of any type you need it to be. I Lando always counters Lando, not only sometimes counters. I think the fact that Hidden Power is not here will contribute to Lando not being as omnipresent as it once was. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, but I like I, I think it's too early to say. Yeah, I I don't think it'll be as bad. He doesn't as have as many toolbox. He doesn't have as many tools in his toolbox. I will say that. I do not. Know, but he did. He, we're going back to almost the same amount of tools he used during Gen Six. Because kinda, HP yeah. HP Ice Lando wasn't a huge deal in Gen Six. Yeah, I still think it'll be the number one used Pokemon in OU because it does so many things. Yes. Now. But it won't be like fifty percent usage. It'll be and you have you have to usage. remember, especially in VGC, he can still go big. Yeah. And Max Airstream. Yep. In VGC, he'll be nuts. Yeah. And the, those are the, I mean, maybe you just get away with like regular Lando in that case and not, you don't even need Therian, but, um, but actually Intimidate's nice. Sheer yeah. Force is cool too, though. Uh, Sheer Force is cool, but I think Intimidate is much spookier. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of other situations in which new moves are on Pokemon, kind of like what I mentioned with Coco with close combat and play rough. Yeah. Now. Um, cause, and also even like the Isle of Armor tutor moves, cause that's part of what makes Lele busted is it's got expanding force mm. on psychic terrain that it sets by itself. Um, wow. 
Feeny gets flip turn. So you've got a misty, misty terrain setter that can just hop out and can't be trapped by Heatran's Magma Storm anymore because you can just flip turn out of it. Um, I think Feeny's just going to be Feeny. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, worried, okay. I'm not worried about Feeny. I think Feeny's just going to continue being Feeny. I agree. I was just citing an example. Um, Kartana gets Grassy Glide, for instance. Yeah, no, that's going to be Spook. Yeah. Uh, Volcanian gets Scorching Sands, so it could burn you in three ways. <laughs> <laughs> Volcan- oh, yeah, Volcanian will actually be available to you. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, overall, I think it's going to be an interesting change. Like, this is an interesting shakeup, and I don't know, this is one of those things that, like, this is like what we're seeing now, like a year after Swish came out is what I'm usually looking at, like when we get the new Pokemon game. Yeah. And I kind of like that. We like I really appreciate the slow rollout. Um, like um, I know I like do a lot of Dexit crap, but like I really like this, like this slow rollout. Um, honestly, all they need to do is be like, yeah, it'll all happen in time. Like you'll get everybody back at some point. Um, yeah. If they just said that, I pff, sure. This is great. I love having these slow rollouts so we can have like we can have rotations in the Pokemon video game as well as the TCG. Mm-hmm. I love it. I I've love liked it. rotating OU, honestly. As as much of a hassle as it's been sometimes, once we got the really, really toxic crap out like Dracovish, um <laughs> it's been fun. It's been fun having kind of a rotating OU that's not Yeah. It, I, I, I enjoy doing this and like I hope they can keep doing it and do, like we inevitably get everything back. Um yeah. I like I really I like I really, really hope that we can keep doing this. Please, TPCI, let me keep doing this. Yeah. Either more DLC or keep this same structure for future games. That would be great. Uh, yeah, I, I either more DLC or yeah, I don't know. Like, I think if they did like a new game, it'd just be like, here's the rest, and they just dump it. You know, because yeah. somebody's I mean, favorite like Pokemon's gum shoes for some reason. You know, yeah. With that, with with that said, um, so on, on that note though, um, this is a good place to stop. We're gonna kick it on over, guys. After this, uh, after this, well, no, I think I just play the music here. We're just gonna kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip flop. <laughs> And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 73, Tentacruel, the jellyfish Pokemon. Normally, it has 80 poisonous tentacles. The longer one has been alive, the fewer tentacles it will have. Huh. Poor thing. Uh, Most of his Pokedex entries do talk about the 80 tentacles, 10 of which you can see. (laughs) And... The only ones that make it are just incredibly old. <laughs> yeah, the only tentacle we've ever seen. Kill me! They're just alt, old tentacle. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> but we've got a wonderful team for you today with Tentacruel. It's for BSS. Tentacruel, surprisingly, not a bad Pokemon. I feel like on face value, you'd be like, ah, oh, it's a Tentacruel. But he's not bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I always love him. Water Poison 1 isn't a terrible type. It's not a terrible type. It's only weak to electric, ground, and psychic. Not bad. And he's got, like, a ton of resistances. Uh, yeah. He's resistant to more things that he is di- nor- di- damaged normally by. Like, he's resistant to fighting, poison, bug, steel, fire, water, ice, and fairy. That's a, that's an insane amount. There's a reason Toxapex is as good as it is. Typing yeah. is one of the reasons. Yeah, but if you're just like, man, Toxapex is really slow, Tentacruel can't be much faster. You're wrong. His base speed's oh. 100. Yeah. And he's got a base 120 special defense, which Toxapex would say, like, oh, that's not bad, you know. Base 80 special attack, okay. Base 65 defense, let's not talk about it. Base 70 <laughs> attack, why? And then 
base 80 HP. But it, it, just because its attack stats aren't the greatest doesn't mean it can't do things. And so this is a team, like I said, for Battle Stadium singles. The code will be on the Discord for you later this week. Um, and P. Mickey and uh, Claude are going to play with it on YouTube, so you can watch that video when it comes out. So let me go ahead and pull the team up. I had it. I forget where it was. It was in Discord, not in not in my not in my uh, browser. So Tentacruel is on this team with an assault vest to take that one twenty that one twenty special defense, and so that's uh, that's going to be nuts. And so he's got. Sludge Wave, Scald, Dazzling Gleam, Icy Wind. Uh, we don't know his nature because all we have is the uh, is the rental team, unfortunately. But <laughs> you could take the rental team and figure it out. But it, I mean, it, it looks like he's just there to attack, be bulky. He can burn some opponents, which would help out with that really pity uh, attacks that it has. Um, Sludge Wave is good coverage. Icy Wind for some speed control. And Dazzling Gleam is like really odd coverage as well. But he gets it, I guess. And then... Uh, we also have Lycanroc on this team with a Choice Band and Tough Claws. So everything he has that makes contact is going to just be boosted even more. Um, it works really well when he's small, but I think this works also really be- well if you t- make Lycanroc go big. This is Dusk Form, by the way. Outrage, Thunderfang, Accelerock, and Close Combat. So one, you get a little bit of priority with Accelerock, which is a great priority move, by the way. And he can also do Close Combat, uh, which he just got. I think he got Close Combat this gen and Outrage, yeah. which is insane. He's much better than he used to be. <laughs> For sure. Much better. And outrage, like, he could just outrage to, like, murder murder face them, I guess. Or he can do uh, Max Dragon, whatever that's called. Uh, Max Wormwind? Is that what they call it? That's yeah. what it is, yeah. Um, and so you can get attack drops on your opponent, which is also really nice. So then your tentacle can come in later and not die. But, yeah, Seth, tell us some more. Tell us some more. You bet. I've got one of my favorite duos, because between the two of them, they resist the entire type chart. Starting off, we've got Hydreigon. It's got Dark Pulse, U-Turn, Fire Blast, and Draco Meteor with a Choice Scarf. It's just a fast revenge killer with a lot of good special moves. Mm-hmm. So, it's a Hydreigon. It do Hydreigon things. It's very good. Then the next one, you guessed it, is Aegislash, holding a Lumberry. It's got Iron Head, Shadow Sneak, Close Combat, and Swords Dance. It's violent. So, yay. This team is, like, really well-balanced, I feel. Like, this is a really well-balanced team. Um, And it's really nice in the meta right now because, like, you're missing Dragapult. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that makes it really good. Yeah, uh, yes, it does. It makes everything really good. That by itself would dismantle this Hydreigon Aegislash core. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Basket, take us home. All right. Rounding up the bottom, we have Rotom Mo with Levitate and a Citrus Berry. We've got Volt Switch, Leaf Storm, Will-O-Wisp, and Hex. One day, my favorite Rotom is going to be viable. And What is it, your favorite Rotom? The Fridge. Rotom Freeze. Uh, <laughs> I would call him Perry. Name him after the Fridge from the Chicago Bear, the 1985 Chicago Bears. Oh, yes! <laughs> and uh, do you want me to tell you a cool story about the fridge from the Chicago Bears, Seth? Oh, please, please tell me a story. So the 1985 <laughs> Chicago Bears won the Super Bowl. What? Yeah, with the coach and, uh, and, and Walter Payton. Walter Payton's one of the greatest running backs in all of the NFL. That's what I thought. And <laughs> you knew that, I know. And uh-huh. so in the 1985 Super Bowl, though, 
the Chicago Bears played the New England Patriots. And the Patriots yeah. were very apt on not letting and shutting down the running game at the end zone. Yep, that's how them do. And so they wouldn't <laughs> they wouldn't let Walter Payton couldn't score a touchdown. And it oh, was no. it was a Super Bowl, you know? And so what happened was on a running play on the goal line, no. It was a running play from Walter Payton. A running play? It, yeah, the the fridge was a front lineman. And he picked up Walter Payton and threw him over the defensive line. <laughs> over the defensive line? Into the end zone. <laughs> Into the end zone? There was a flag on the play because that's illegal. <laughs> and when asked about it later, uh, they interviewed they interviewed, uh, they interviewed the fridge and asked him why, they, why he did it. And he, all he said was, all I wanted was for my little buddy Walter Payton to score a touchdown. <laughs> um, uh. And, uh, it's, uh, and that's why Rotom Fridge should be viable. And that, oh, uh-huh. totally, totally worth it. Totally worth it. Uh-huh. All right, moving on. Alakazam. Thank you. Alakazam has Magic Guard, Focus Sash, Psyshock, Dazzling Gleam, Nasty Plot, and Energy Ball. This is why they like the Whimsicott episodes better, isn't it? Talk about the end zone. And <laughs> All right. No, they, I, I think the uh, the Rotomo is like very standard play now. Like that's standard fare. I would, I would even say that that is typically what you would see on a Rotom Wash now, even. Yeah. Um, you would see Will-O-Wisp and Hex. Like, that. Rotom, Rotom really has, like, a, a four-move slot syndrome in that regard. Well, I not even four-move slot syndrome. It, it can only run four moves. <laughs> yeah. If you notice, a lot of these are also, like, very keen on, like, lowering the attack of your opponent as well. Um, which is, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that big of a threat. But when you're thinking about things like uh, Draco, Dracozolt's real big. In BSS, it was it was uh, ranked eleventh before they did the bans, so it was one away from getting the getting the boot. <clears throat> wow! All right, yeah, yeah. And so like Dracozolt's like a terror, and so you need to really like watch your attack stat, especially if you want Tentacruel to like come in and do stuff. And that's why like Icy Wind's there to like help reduce the speed off like a Dracozolt or something like that. Yeah, um, you're also naturally faster than a Dracozolt, which is also nice. <laughs> Um, but you also have Dazzling Gleam to really back that up as well. I would love to see Tentacruel go big and use, like, Max Fairy. Oh, dude. <laughs> that would be so cool. I would love that. I would love to see that. But, I mean, this team looks fun. I, I I would say more so than, like, our other teams where we usually have, like, one really cool gimmick. This team doesn't really have a gimmick. Yeah. It, it's more it of just, It just seems like, really solid. Yeah, it's just, like, standard fare, and it might just do okay. Like, it, it's probably better than average. Mm-hmm. And if you want to learn, like, for a balanced team, we don't do that very often, I guess. Maybe it's good that we didn't do, like, a gimmick team this week. <laughs> you guys can go try it out, and you can you can learn BSS. I, I definitely suggest it. I think it looks like a solid team all around. If if anything, Tentacruel's, like, the weak slot. Hey, Pokemon Company, Gigantamax Tentacruel? Uh, I think Gigantamax ah. is a bad idea in general, so let's not even talk about that. Let's get the Mega. <laughs> I don't want to... Yeah, that's fine. Mega Tentacruel. That, that would be cool. That would be real cool. Mega Tentacruel. It actually has it actually has <laughs> 80, 80 tentacles. <laughs> uh, all right, but that is going to be it for this. You can try the team, like I said, on the Discord server, or you can uh, watch P McGee and Claude Nine drive it later this week on YouTube. So, with that further ado, we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your email. And welcome to the mailbag. 
the mailbag, as I'm obligated to say, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Toro. It's the energy drink that gives you hooves. Oh, hooves. I think that was good enough. Was it? I hope so. I hope they don't. I hope they don't see us. Um, or <laughs> uh, all right. So. Welcome to the mailbag segment. The mailbag segment is the part of the show where we read your emails on the show. You can send them into pucklepodcast at gmail.com and we ask you what you, uh, what's your most, uh, I think this week, I don't know what the mailbag question was because I wasn't there. Um, but I believe it was, what is your favorite, uh, what, what are you most excited for in Crown Tundra? I believe. Yes. That's what we'll say it was. And we got emails <laughs> from across the board, all of the fans. So we're going to go ahead and read a few of those to you guys here today. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing what you had to say. Yeah. And oh, yeah, by the way, if your email's great, we will give you a green Taurus badge and only one green Taurus badge per person this week. This is no way been intimidated to us by the green Taurus Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our first email this week is going to be from Mega Flygon. All right, I've got that one. Hello, Thatch, maybe. Joke's on you, it's me. And co-hosts <laughs> of Pokeland. <laughs> I think he was wondering if I was back from vacation, which uh, I, I appreciate. <laughs> Megaflag on here is back again for yet another mailbag. But first, how do you do? I'm good. How are you guys? You good? Take that as yes. Uh, me? <laughs> me, I've been ignoring Pokemon because I have nothing to do in Swish and don't care about Let's Go or Quest. But I finally got around to finishing the Galar and Isle of Armor Pokedex after way too much time. And now the mailbag. What do I think about Dynamax Adventure? Hmm. What do I think? I'm sort of on the fence about it. On one hand, all of the legends are coming back. Yay! But I miss the other. This seems like a really roundabout way to do something that seems so simple. But all the legendaries are coming back. Yay! And Salamence. And Garchomp. And Dragonite. Yeah, okay, that's enough. I'm excited, but I don't want to kill anyone's ears. He's cheering. I, Yes. Anyway, I've rambled on for long enough. Catch you on the excited flip-flop Mega Flygon. Ooh, see you later, bud. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I like Dynamax Adventures. So apparently the mailbag question was, what do you think about Dynamax Adventures? I think it's cool. cool. I'm really excited for it. I can't wait to play it with Seth. Yeet. Only Seth. Only. (laughs) No basket. (laughs) Beat it. This next one is, uh, this next email comes to us from Cohen. Hello from sunny, in quotes, Australia, where it's currently very cold outside. Oh yeah, it's almost... No, no, it's summer. It's there. summer there. Yeah. yeah. I know you've had various younger people on the show, but I, I'd, ha- I'd say you haven't had one still in primary school before. In fact, my first main series game was and is Pokemon Sword. Oh, nice. no. Welcome to indoctrination. This is also like the best written email. I was just going to say if that. He would, if, he wouldn't, if he wouldn't have told me, <laughs> like I wouldn't have believed he was in primary school, by the way. Holy crap. <laughs> Like, he's got paragraph breaks like a normal person. (laughs) And, yeah, he's got, like, very good email etiquette for being in primary school. The story isn't the best, but I'm finding the post-game lots of fun. I thought the Isle of Armor was great, and judging by the way the DLC trailers have focused more on the Crown Tundra, even more work was put into it. Yeah, I I don't want to say that yet until I see it. (laughs) I think it'll be exciting. We'll see story stuff. I think it'll be exciting. I I, I think it'll be exciting. The legendaries will be fun, and the new Galar farms too. I have to admit, I'm not as I'm not excited at all for the Glorian Star Tournament. I feel the same way, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 
I like that, like, especially when they're just like, you can battle all of the people you already did. Yay. And it's just like, oh, so, like, because like I expected when they announced it, it was going to be like Lance is here or something like that. And it was just like, nope, didn't happen. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, huh. I mean, it could be it could still be like a hidden detail that they haven't put in because mm-hmm. like everybody's like, oh, with all the Pokemon they added, you can make all of the champions teams. I noticed that. Yeah, it's also a lie, but that's fine. Because uh, riddle me this, Seth, who is the first champion in Pokemon? First champion battle. Blue. Blue. Okay. Do you know what was on his team at the end? Not that's missing. Pidgeot. Pidgeot. Pidgeot's missing. Oh, no. Literally the Pokemon they forced him to have in Pokemon Masters. No, we're not going to have Pidgeot. Pidgeot. No. I think Pidgeot's like, if you're going to bring back a bird, it's Pidgeot or Staraptor. I love Pidgeot. Staraptor's cool, too. I wish they could settle on a way to pronounce its name. Uh, Pidget? Pidgeot? It's fine. Yeah. You just say it really fast and it doesn't matter. <laughs> For me, the best part will probably be the new locations. They look amazing. Ah, yes, the mailback topic. Dynamax Adventures. I think they could be quite fun. But what's all this smart device required business? I don't know about that. I think that's just the, uh, like, if you want to voice chat because Nintendo oh, forces yeah. you to go through the app to voice chat. Eh. Just go on Discord. Oh, yeah. Just go on Discord. Oh, well, it could be fine. Well, that's it. I hope this email is read on the show, which is a good show. My favorite part is actually the mailbag. You are in the minority, and I appreciate that. (laughs) 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 Goodbye. Thanks, Cohen. P.S. You can't give me the green Taurus badge since I'm not on Discord, and you shouldn't be. You would be breaking terms of service. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Thank you for that, Cohen. We really appreciate it. Uh, our next email is going to be from Duck Supreme. Hello again, fellow Puckle humans. Back with another mailbag. I've changed my name from Supreme Malamar to Upside Down Malamar. I've been annoyed with myself because if I only wrote in last week, I could have gotten the Green Tauros badge. But then I think, would it have been me who got the badge or everyone else that got it? So I guess I'll have to get it the conventional way. I've been messing around in Showdown again and have some tales to tell you. I've made the first Attract and Thunderwave team, a.k.a. Oh, you'll, no. <laughs> you'll move in about five years. I've also discovered something called the Lady Manita. Am I pronouncing it? Lady I, Manita tournament. Sure. The best one was a 1v1 tournament, but everyone had to use Wobbuffet. So every match was a PP battle in a 64-person tournament, 180 turn battles, and the tournament took an hour and a half. Oh. I've fallen in love with the Scyther as a suicide league and Starmie as a rapid spinner. That's a lot to unpack there. That was yeah. a lot of different metas in one sentence. Attract Thunderwave sounds... Paragraph. That sounds like a Seth meta. I want to do that. <laughs> and the 1v1 Wobbuffet? What is that? Yeah, I don't know what that is. And I don't know that I want to... That's a war of attrition. That's a war of attrition. I don't attri- like it. Yeah, I don't want any of that hot garbage. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's a war of attrition. I think it literally would just come down to, like... Because, like, you're both going to struggle at the same time, right? So, like, it's just a speed tie type deal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've never had Scyther as a suicide lead, uh, but I do enjoy Starmie as a rapid spinner, for sure. Mm-hmm. Or did. I don't think you can really do that anymore, unless you're playing it. A- you can't, it, you can't, know you. Yeah. And rapid spin got the, got the ball, buff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about OU, like, but I don't know. Uh, now for the question of the week. Just being honest, Dynamax Adventure is something I'm not going to do very much. Oh. <laughs> because my only friends that play Pokemon are myself, myself, and myself. Come to Discord. So, 
Yeah, go to the Discord. So it's not going to be something that's going to appeal to me. But besides that, I think it was a good idea. Instead of finding giant Pokemon in a space that could barely fit me, you find them in an actual cave. Well, this is my mailbag, and see you next time. All right. That's going to be it for the mailbag this week. I really appreciate everybody who sent them in. Thank you to Cohen, I guess, Upside Down Malamar and Mega Flygon. Uh, do you guys want to give the Green Taurus badge? Any- I like. I want to give it to Cohen, but he's not on the Discord server. <laughs> I do too, <laughs> just because that was the most like well-written email we've gotten in a while. Can we? Can we just like have it like there waiting for when he becomes yeah. of age yes. <laughs> to join? Like, just- <laughs> yes, that is the right. That is right. That is. That he is just needs right. to email email us and be like, "Hey, I've turned the appropriate age. Can I have a <laughs> Green Taurus match now?" Exactly. My time has come. No, my, uh, I am all for it. Uh, also, it's just another one of those things that show if you have paragraph breaks, Thatch will choose your email for the green <laughs> The other two did not have paragraph breaks. All right. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, when you turn 13, come to Discord. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you want to email us next week at pucklepodcast.gmail.com, the best way to do it uh, would be to answer the question... What Pokemon are you most excited to see return in Crown Tundra? Uh, I send it in, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. I'm sure there's a lot of good answers there. And yeah, send those in. I can't wait to read them. Neither can Seth. He won't be yeah. on the show next week, but he's no, excited. No, I will not. He's excited. Seth's got, Seth's got big boy things to do. Yeah, I've got to move. He's got to move. <laughs> got to move. Are you going to invite me over after you're done? Yeah, if you're ever in Georgia, I guess, feel free to come by my house. Maybe That's I'll come to DragonCon so when it happens again. Hey, that'd be cool. Hey, I'll come for Dragon Con. Yeah. So you just have to convince Catherine. All right. <laughs> so so on uh, that note, though, if you want to keep up with us throughout the week, Discord, definitely the best place to grab it. Link is in the show notes, as always. You can always check us out on social media as well over at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr is the fourth one. Yeah. Uh, you can also check out our YouTube t- channel over at youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast where the weekly videos are posted. I do need to get back on the ball for like another Nuzlocke. I'm very excited to do that and finish up the Nuzlocke that we have. We, we're on the champion or on the Elite Four. Nice. Yeah, I know. We're almost there. And on that note, though, uh, if you want to watch things live like me grind for things or just hang out and play Pokemon and do Wonder Card Bingo, which was very successful, by the way. Uh, nice. Wonder Card Bingo. It was called uh, it's Wonder Box Bingo. That's what we played. Uh, Wonderbox Bingo is like you just take the home app and you put everything in a Wonderbox and every hour we checked it and we had a bingo sheet of like the most common stuff to see if we got a bingo. And if we get a bingo, we do a Pokemon giveaway over at stream at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. Um, like a Pokemon giveaway. That's what I meant. <laughs> Only on stream though. Yep. And then if you want to help support the show financially, Twitch is a good place to go do it. Just drop a subscription. You can go over to Public, buy something over there. It all comes back to support us. Or more importantly, you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, where we would just we appreciate your support and we appreciate you helping us do all of the cool things we want to do, like make badges. We like making badges. Uh, all right. On that note, though, we are going to, I guess, here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Basket. And I've been Seth Vila. And it's closing time. It's closing time in Lavender Town. Time to say our goodbyes. It's closing time. The 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.